windy yet, but still, um, I am broadcasting from Chicago, Illinois right now um, in a hotel, and joining us over Zoom, the one and only Anthony Fantano. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me back on. Uh, Podfini Castano. Brandon, it didn't look yes. like you were in your yes, house at first. But still, Tano. I'm, I'm, I am in my you house. You didn't at first, but and now I recognize it. Like, Yes. Where were you originally? Um, it looked like you were in like a no, up against I've, a glass here, wall. Been, Maybe it was just I was seeing things. I've been here, uh, but this is a big, big. It's still a big, big week, yeah, for Mister Mister Anthony. Yeah, yeah. You guys caught me in a <laughs> in, in a big week. You approached me to have me on. This was a we buy booked before this. No, yeah, this is a buy low, before sell this. high situation for sure. I'm not saying we were <laughs> you buying. Just, you low. just happened to have caught me. You know, we bought you, know, you at honestly, cost. You know, honestly, I said. They're gonna have me on. I, I better have something big happen before I come on. Just <laughs> you know, staged conversation. It for us. Yeah. So I figured, yeah. why not? Why not beef with Drake? Just just to give us something to talk about. We well, actually, it was all it was all kind of orchestrated as promo for this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Drake Drake was in on it. Uh, he wasn't gonna come on, but he no, was like, I'll he said, I won't. You. I won't come on, but I'll uh, do this. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he he said. Um, he said, I can't come on, but I will beef with your next guest. Who is it? Yes. Yeah. So he yeah. was going to, he just, he he did it to drum up buzz for this episode. I, I mean, I'm assuming most of the people listening know what happened. So I think this is such, we'll probably talk about this most of this episode. I'm fascinated. But also, Anthony, I'm fascinated that you've gotten to this point because I mean, I remember watching your reviews pretty early, and you were just kind of like this dude. I think, did you ever review a Bong Ripper album on yeah. YouTube? Yeah. I think, like, that's how I looked at you. I was like, okay, this is like a, a vinyl nerd that, like, listens to Bong Ripper and has, like, a YouTube channel. And now, to see you get to the point where, like, you're rattling Drake with your opinions is very funny and incredible. Um, yeah. So when did this all start with Drake, like... Was that your first contact, or do you think he's been yeah, silently? Definitely first contact <laughs> I had with Drake. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I think the awareness of what I do on this level has been there for a while now. I mean, for years, uh, record labels have been reaching out to be like, "Oh, hey, are you aware this album's coming out?" or so on and so forth. Um, recently, we did a video on the channel of uh, a little bit of an interview. <laughs> that was um happening with an artist a uh, west side boogie who signed to m&m's records i used uh, to work M&M's for record label shady I to, records i used what, to what i used to work for boogie okay nice 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 yeah but yeah yeah he was he was just he offhandedly mentioned like sometimes the reviews that he would get would not always be the most positive he like mentioned me among some of the people who would not maybe give him the most positive reviews that he wanted and he bounced that idea or he bounced that thing off of m&m and he's sort of saying all this, like, you know, paraphrasing, uh, you know, the situation. And he says, Eminem, uh, he said Eminem told him, yeah, he doesn't always give me the best scores, whatever. Just like, you know, don't pay attention to it. It's not a big deal. You know, so it's like, obviously, guys on his level, multi-platinum selling artists, like, are hearing about what I'm doing, what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, if he's aware, Drake has to be aware. And Everybody's all on. The, uh, they're all on the computer. Yeah. For sure, all of these all of these musicians are on the computer. Yeah, yeah. So. I I I, th- I think everybody's well aware. It's just that I don't think everybody DMs me in the middle of the night, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to 
tell me my existence is a light one and uh, talk about uh, uh, partners of mine, current or past or what have you. So which, how, like, I don't want to, I know this is a topic that could turn Brandon into like an hour and a half long conversation, but which albums have of his have you reviewed can we run through them real quick of like all of the score you received yeah pretty pretty much all of them except for i think his his debut and like his early tapes uh pretty pretty much everything since take care i've reviewed and what were the scores they vary i gave a six nothing was the same i think i gave a five if you're reading this is too late i think i gave an eight uh gave a four more life i didn't give a super favorable score to I think everything since then has been uh, pretty awful and low grade as well. Um, I, I, th- I think Drake's reached a point where he's just kind of gotten lazy, frankly. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, some some records that I really like in his discography, some I really don't. You know, it's a mix. Yeah, I mean, well, everything pre I I personally find find everything post Thank Me Later and pre everything from Take Care through. If you're reading this, um, you know that's that's my shit. But yeah, then, it's like his prime. It's like his prime point, right? And then views was sort of the that was that felt like the first point where it's like, oh, there's a lot of there's some filler on this, you know? Right. And right. Uh, yeah, it's, but you know, I I mean, take care is it, take care is a seminal album for me. Mm-hmm. I think I found a good list of all of your reviews. I just wanted to I just wanted to scan and to see where the the Drake reviews like really sit on your scale. Do you have a, well, cri- a criteria or is it from the gut? It's all from the gut. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would say at this point though, <clears throat> there is a bit of a working memory that I'm going off of because of like what I know of his past successes, his past artistic high points, you know, and and given also his fame and popularity, I expect him to be at sort of a certain standard. You know what I mean? I don't expect him to be handing in records that are loaded with filler, production wise and writing wise, to sound half assed and just totally riffing off the cuff. I expect him to be actually like putting in more work, you know, than he actually is. Um, so you know, I wouldn't necessarily say there's like a hardcore criteria to that I apply to his records that, um, you know, I apply it to all albums across the board, but with Drake, there is like a specific level of familiarity there, uh, given what I know of his catalog and what he's capable of from what I've heard up to this point. And I'm sort of, I, I sort of have certain expectations as to what he can do. He just kind of refuses to even go there or approach it. Yeah, I think. And I assume, do you like wait? I, I assume you wait the the fame level and the resources against how good it is. Right, no, like, no, not necessarily. Really? You know, I mean, I, th- I think, I think with like, it's not so much the fame level as much as like the means that I know he has to make a better record, be it through access to producers, songwriters, what have you. Or I guess that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Fame, yeah, yeah. E- yeah. Resources, same thing. Like, like if Jack Wagner put out the last Drake record, like if that was instead by me and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, Jack, I, I would still is- say it's garbage. Oh damn, that yeah. kind of hurts my no, feelings. I, I, w- I wouldn't say. Well, it's pretty good for Jack. I worked pretty hard on first, it. You know, considering I he doesn't really do this hard on it. I, I would, wait, I if his first album was honestly never mind, and that like that, if he came out the gate, Jack Wagner, uh, uh, a former 
podcaster, former, uh, you know, director, former meme guy. Uh, all of a sudden, he puts out he puts out an album of uh, you know uh, dance uh, fucking dance house, whatever. and I'm so and I'm soulfully rapping over it. Yeah, and yeah. occasionally, yeah, occasionally rapping on it. That would be so funny if you I just if, you I, if give, I dropped that, that out impressive. of nowhere. That would be very it would impressive. Take, it would take. No, some I, would, time. I would not. I would not say it's good. Damn, that is so funny. <laughs> I wouldn't be like that's good for Jack. You know, da 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 da. I would. I would say it i would say lovingly you know like you're trying maybe you could do this maybe you could do that you know this is your first time you know it sort of sounds like your first time and that's the unfortunate thing about the record you know it sounds like drake is regressing we're not talking about a new artist here you would uh, would you give it to i mean sticky massive jimmy cooks I would find it really weird that that he would have recorded. Oh, Jim, well, now we're yes. off. Would 21 Savage still be on the, it? We're off 21 Savage is on it, and you're like, Jack, how do you know? I, I, would, I would say, now. listen, it's not very good, but I'm really <laughs> impressed that you landed the 21 Savage. These are all interesting <laughs> but, no, choices, we're off, Jack. We're off the Jack hypothetical. Sticky, Massive, and Jimmy Cooks. Yeah. Those are, those are, the, those are the three for me. Yeah, no, no. The, the closer's good. Sticky is good. Okay, you give it to Sticky. You yeah. give it to Sticky. Okay. Yeah, you got to give it to Sticky. But in terms of your, your I don't want to rehash, you know, reviews from 10 years ago. I don't want to do all that. I, I, I want to, you know, <coughs> get to the actual interaction. Like, it start. didn't he like, wasn't he, wasn't he liking a, a Drake a meme on your account didn't you like post something yeah he he posted i posted a meme about drake and driving uh-huh. and then he seemingly liked that meme and i i think uh-huh. he liked that i can't remember if he liked that earlier in the day that day and then he messaged me later or if yeah. he messaged me and then he liked that the next day i don't know which one happened first it was chicken or the egg okay situation. i don't know which i was one curious about that <clears throat> you know all i know is that uh you know i saw the like that's cool that's fine There's nothing wrong with that um, but then the message I just found to be kind of, you know, odd. Um, yeah. Oh, well, certainly. You know, I think if uh, I think if he had just kind of left it at the white at the light one thing, you know, that, right. that would have been fine. I thought that would have been pretty funny if he hadn't restated it. But if, if he left it at the light one thing, you know, that would have been kind of on the schoolyard level <laughs> that I usually get as far as like insults from his fans. And I would have, you know, thought that was yeah. kind of unfortunate and sad and a sign that he needs a ghostwriter but still um you know like nothing no harm no foul but i think like when you you know you're kind of bringing someone's partner into things for no reason whatsoever in the same way that he did push a tease partner you know in his little mm-hmm. dubby freestyle or some shit um after that it was just kind of like well now you're just like being unnecessarily ridiculous you yeah. know what i mean because what does right she have to do with my reviews or my opinions or your thoughts on me or whatever. I mean, especially since like, (laughs) um, who Drake dates and contacts and texts and direct messages uh, has repeatedly been a point of controversy on the internet again and again and again and again. Uh, you would think at this point it would be a topic just out of like intelligence and experience he would avoid, Considering that he's he's kind of like throwing a rock in a glass house here. It's yeah, it was also, it's I was just oh, surprised he even like it was kind of like 
leads me to believe that he knows more about you than most people. Well, like, yeah, I mean, I know referencing I've, the rating it. system, yeah, and and well, and and his wife. Like, I mean, you've been on this podcast many times. I've hung out with you in person. Like, I've never met your wife, and I don't know what she looks like. I don't know anything about her. It's not she hasn't come yeah. up. Like, it's, it's so it's like, oh wait, he like he knows stuff about you. Like, he knows yeah. more than me. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about your wife. Yeah, I just know that you're married. Um, yeah. So it's kind of a funny reveal. It's like, oh, Drake, Drake's reading up. He's in the forums. Yeah, he's he's done some googling. Yeah, he's done some Google. He searched Anthony Fantano wife rumor <laughs> like like and it's like on the yeah. subreddit. You know, which which honestly, if if you type in like the name of an almost any well known person, I mean, I don't know if this is the case for you guys, um, <laughs> into Google, but like you know, usually one of the first searches that turns up is. So and so wife, so and so girlfriend, so and so boyfriend, so and so partner, so and so whatever. You know that does come up for that does come up by the way. Yeah. So there you go. Um. But but yeah, you know, it's just like a, you know, it's a popular search. But personally, like, I think it's kind of a weirdo search. If you're the kind of person who types in a celebrity's name and you're like celebrity wife, it's like what? Why? Well, the the I mean, something strange about uh this whole incident is. The Drake famously is usually so hyper calculated. Uh-huh. Like it's something that's big about, you know, it's a big part of his success. I mean, the when the Meek Mill stuff happened uh, in 2015, you know, like Meek Mill was kind of acting impulsively on Twitter, and Drake, like, you know, he was he he like leaned back and he. He like he was very strategic. He's usually a very strategic guy, yeah. And so this was this felt like kind of uncharacteristically <clears throat> impulsive on his end. Uh, and I I don't know I don't know what what's uh, what's gotten into him. You you really? I mean I don't think he's. I mean obviously he. This seems this seems <coughs> this is not surprising to me. I'll go in and yeah, say it's, that. It's not surprising. You don't, you don't think that? Oh, oh no, really? he's, he has like jock characteristics. I feel like he's always like picking at people and like. Yeah, Drake, Drake has embarrassed himself countless times, and on top of it, like while he did handle the Meek situation really well, ultimately what made the Meek situation fall in his favor is that Meek's response musically when he came out with his own track was garbage. It was bad. I was right. disappointed. The response was bad. Because do like, you think? Okay, Anthony, do you think Meek Mill can outrap Drake? Like maybe if they were just face to face, but as far yeah. as but that wasn't what it was. Yeah, you know, I was disappointed. Was. I mean, they Meek had Mill is, to. They had to come out with response yeah, tracks. A, it's other. not a fucking freestyle battle. It's like I know, but like <laughs> Meek Mill is a good we're talking about actual you know? songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and yeah, and yeah, we're not Meek, talking about Meek's, battle rap. Meek's no, response. It should have been response better. Was trash. It was trash. If Meek's if Meek came together with a response that was as good as back to back. Yeah. That then it would have been a thing. You know, then it yeah. could have been a thing, mm-hmm. but like the beat sucked, the flow sucked, and the content wasn't there. You know, it's yeah. like he had more to say about Drake directly in his tweets than he had to say about Drake uh, in the actual fucking response track. And so, I mean, you know, Meek, Meek Mill frankly made it pretty easy for him. The funniest part about it, nobody understood. Remember the vinyl, and he's like, "Remember when you got pissed on in the movie theater?" Unexplained, pretty much. It was like, oh, wait, yeah, that kind of somebody peed yeah, on that... Drake in a movie theater. <laughs> There was like barely explained, but he said it as if people would know. We're like, right. wait, huh? I still want to oh, yeah, know. Ti's pe- friend who peed on who peed on Drake. <laughs> Ti's was... friend peed on Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were at the movies. 
That's but not. You, that's yeah, not an explanation. <laughs> what movie? But yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't generally think Drake is super calculated. I don't think he's a super calculated guy. Honestly. Well, I yeah. mean, that's in in terms of like zooming out. He's been. Uh, there's nobody else who's. You don't become that big of a celebrity if you're not relatively calculated. Like, there's nobody else who is who's like hosting SNL and like going on Ellen or whatever, and then also doing a track with like Twenty One Savage. Like, it's it's a very he's he is like a. I mean, you know, like in terms of being a celebrity, he's generally been pretty good at like being famous. Besides, like. I think the the Millie Bobby Brown DMs <coughs> and like stuff like that is sort of uh, prior to prior to that. I would say that his uh, he had been pretty calculated what, before uh, there was any kind of. I mean, I, I think since 2018, there's been like you know the Pusha T stuff and all you know things like that. But I would say the 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 bulk of his career he he has been pretty objectively calculated you know he's like kind of made these chess moves and moved like a politician for a long I time i don't think so i don't think so i don't think so because obviously like you had that video from back in the day where he had the 17 year old girl on stage that has like come up multiple times that's embarrassing and mm. you know you have to think about like the way the paradigm of acceptance of drake has shifted since like let's say nothing was the same since like about that time after because it wasn't until like a little bit after that album that you actually started to see the drake type of guy meme start to die down and like dudes actually like openingly like openly accepting and being okay with like listening to drake as opposed to him like being the butt of every single joke in the hip-hop world um <clears throat> you know drake uh was you know essentially just like uh, uh, again, like a massive point of humor in most hip hop discussions pretty early on. And it was very clear, even in his music, that like it was affecting him, it was impacting him, that he sought legitimacy within the world of hip hop that he was never getting, no matter how hard he tried, because he was always portrayed as like soft and effeminate and not tough and not hard and not this and not that. And, you know, I, I think it clearly like impacted him. A little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I I think like he was always, but he was always thriving commercially during. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, for this. sure. Like doing doing well commercially. Like was but he? Yeah, but I was it was I, it very obviously like getting to him? Sure. Like like here's the thing. Yeah, I think like, he's always been very if, clearly. If, if, a if you're talking guy. about someone being yeah. calculated, like I I think of somebody who's like machiavellian they're not taking any l's they're fucking like flawlessly and gracefully navigating all obstacles in front of them that is not drake that is absolutely positively Can, does anybody come to your positively mind? not drake but drake is successful because he is talented and i think that he does one thing really well and that's he relates to people you know, he puts right. out messages and he puts out music and he puts out and but the thing is, I don't think that he presents is he usually presents but, 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 like but, I, but I, don't, I don't think I don't think that's I don't think that's calculated, though. I think he's just being yeah. himself. You know, I think he's, he's, he's a popular he's like a classic things. like jock popular guy, you know, like yeah. he's a well, I, I think I think I'm sure he I, was I, in high school. It's kind of like a natural. He's like a jock like the like Jack King, is saying, I, I think he's, vibe. Just, he's just being himself. Yeah. He's just being himself. He's being his natural self and people are gravitating to that because there's a lot of people that either identify with that or they want to be that. Yeah, you know, for sure. Uh, 
And I think okay. that what was that? Oh no 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 go ahead. No, I just think it's int- I I always find it interesting when he kind of like because to me I always think of him as like the the popular kid in high school that is not like a bully generally. You know, he's like well like he's got a like, bit of a some, sensitive side. Sensitive side, like he's nice to people generally. But then when I see him like step out of his like with the the all the beef stuff has been strange to me. You know, where I see him like picking fights with people. It, it, that's when it seems out of character and it's almost like like he, I was surprised what happened with the Meek Mill thing and then of course Pusha T finally like I feel like a lesson was learned there but even with you now it's it's sort of like wait why is he being why are you being like this antagonist when you're kind of like have built the career of a protagonist you know well probably because he's reached a point where in his career he's just kind of untouchable you know what I mean? Right. Like no matter how bad an album is that he puts out it's going to be the most listened to or talked about record for there's always the going to be like a couple of singles on there you yeah, know and, and there's I mean, always the, going to be like a demand for him yeah you know when when uh the push a t song dropped uh i mean in my feelings came out like the next week and most people just forgot about the push a t song you know it's like i mean it besides you know like hip-hop nerds you know it's uh he is kind of uh he is like famously too big to fail. Yeah. You know, and, just, and listen, I mean, and it would be even Teflon. easier to it would be even easier to forget about that song or forget about that situation if Drake could only just in his own music stop bringing it up. You know, like, oh, I gotta get back at him. Oh, I gotta get revenge. Oh, you exposed mm. me that one time. I'm not gonna let it go. Like, okay, I mean, listen, we we wouldn't even it wouldn't even be at the forefront of our minds if you weren't constantly mentioning it. Yeah, I mean, it is. It, yeah, I the the level of sensitivity for him to DM you that it is. You know, this is like a guy who is in just this like fortress. He's some billionaire in a fortress, right? Who's like. <laughs> Responding to a like a Connecticut YouTube, not even responding, just like yeah, reaching DMing, out, reaching out to, reaching out to a a YouTuber in Connecticut, like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, your existence is a light one, and so like he Champagne Poppy, you see Champagne Poppy in your message request. Where were you? Yeah, where were you when you see the the DM? I was in my garage. I was lifting weights. Oh, pro game over. That's where it ended right there. You were pumped up. I was pumped, you were pumped up. up and you oh alpha mode. Should okay. never did it when I was pumped up. So you were doing some curls. You're maybe, you know, you might be doing some squats, maybe a power I was doing clean. Some curls and squats. I was I was I was uh jamming Drake myself. I was just playing I was blasting Drake. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, so okay. You were lifting weights. Yeah. And and, and I I just immediately we'll like I, I the, the thing I immediately did was I just started screenshotting it and just sending it to my friends because I was like, look the fuck at this bullshit. What the fuck? <laughs> like and immediately all the responses were, This isn't real. I was like, Yes, it's real. Why did you think in the middle of the night I would fake a Drake DM to send <laughs> to send to you? Like, you know, so dude, I, so thought it, the, I thought it was fake when I first saw it. Well, I mean I that's you were like because you make a lot of memes. I was like that's the reason that I took the approach that I did because, you know, I mean, not only would it not have been cool to sort of just like leak whatever random fucking DMs are being thrown to me by whatever person, you know, um, but uh, on top of it, um, if, if I just sort of like threw the DMs out there for people to see, 
you absolutely positively know that like the response generally, especially from his fans uh, would have been, those aren't real. Drake wouldn't say that Drake doesn't yeah. know who the fuck you are. Little bro. Drake, Drake doesn't know who you are. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I'd be like, okay, you know, whatever, you know? And, and then, and then unfortunately, like I would take the L because even if, you know, the DMS, which they were, even if they were real, um, I would look thirsty trying to just like post Drake DMs. Be like, look at what Drake's sending me. Drake's angry. Look at yeah. Drake. Look at Drake messaging me. You know. So that's why I decided to take the route of like, you know, talking about him messaging me, but make it up, make it fake, make it a joke. So you, turn it, the turn next, it into a post. the next day, you make the video where yeah. you uh, say. So you you receive the DMs, and then the next day, you you make a video that uh, only only you and Drake understand the the underlying yeah joke yeah it's it's truly an inside joke for you and drake yeah you know, uh, even, even my friends were even my friends were messaging me at, the, at that point because i think the last right. thing i had said to everybody um <clears throat> you know all the people the, the handful of people that i sent it to you know they were all like what are you gonna do are you gonna post it and i was like no nah, i can't can't post it you know it looks stupid and you know it's are you going to talk about it and it's like well to talk about what am i going to do i can't post it so what am right. i going to say about it drake dm me but i can't show you you know what i mean so i mean the the handful of people who i told that last night when they saw the video pop up in their feeds they said oh, you said you were going to talk about it what are you doing and i said no look 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 at the video it's going to be really funny um and, and so you said that drake had sent you a vegan uh, cookie, cookie recipe which recipe when yeah. I, so, so basically I the video the video was 100 true until i started reading the vegan cookie recipe and the message that came with it and um you know as as you sort of said in the video where i talked about it i created an inside joke that only drake and i yeah understood because like you know and and obviously he was paying attention to me enough to know my rating system and enough to know when i come out with certain videos and i'm sure with me being a content creator he anticipated i would make content about it and would have enjoyed seeing me on youtube being angry and pissed and offended and calling him out and da 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 da, da. uh but instead when he i don't know caught, come came across or heard of that video or heard about the leak uh, rather than it being me right. mad about his message, uh, it was me reading a cookie recipe. And I don't even think it was a few hours of the video being up and around before he decided to right. leak the DM. Just thought that, uh, you know, maybe more likely he would see the video or hear about the situation and message me back and just kind of be like, okay, you know, I was in my feelings. That's kind of funny, you know, whatever. Water under the bridge that sort of thing uh but uh but right. instead of like messaging me back and apologizing or being chill or kind of having a laugh uh he decided to just kind of go i don't know i wouldn't say scorched earth but like more like um tommy was in the scene of the room where he's like i'll show them i'll show them all you know where he's like recording the phone messages it's going to expose me for not exposing him so yeah so drake is at the yolo estate hitting refresh on youtube.com slash fantano your 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 second channel yeah he's, ref he's and refreshing and refresh he's hitting f5 over and over and over then he sees the he sees the video where you say that he sent you a vegan cookie recipe and he's like i i didn't say I did not i'm not a vegan which is i I when I initially saw that video, I did I was kind of half watching it 
And <coughs> I uh, I thought that it was I thought that it was real. I think a lot. I of thought, people it, was, thought it was real. Like, okay, I thought it was okay. real. I, well, I, I I have to stop and ask you this because like when I came up with this idea on my own, yeah, and 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 you know sort of and had Austin kind of playing into it by having them sort of come up with the 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 message, you know, because obviously I didn't write the message myself. Austin wrote uh-huh. the message and then gave it to me. Who's who's um, Austin? Austin is my editor who I you know sort of collaborate with and okay. work with on the Fantano channel. So yeah. um you know, like the idea in my mind and also running it by Austin came across as so patently fucking absurd that like nobody could possibly believe that Drake would message me in the middle of the night to send me a cookie recipe. So tell me what in your mind made the situation believable to where you you thought that was like, because I I thought that that I thought he's, he's always presented as a pretty, Se- like self-aware silly guy when he wants to you know uh-huh. okay and uh there's there's a lot of uh in the past there's been plenty of you know drake funny moments okay where where drake has been in the in the driver's seat right okay and um you know i i like i've always uh thought he's you know he's he's been a funny guy in the past okay and so when he's I done saw some that, he's done some comedy. And so I, I thought, okay, maybe Drake is, he's being, he's being silly. I thought that Drake was being a troll. Oh, okay. Like okay. it, it was actually, the, the video was, uh, was flattering to, to Drake. And, it seems and, like, and, okay, I, and I, thought that, I, I thought that as you, well. Because you made him honestly, look good. I, yeah. I, I thought by I, lying I thought, in the way that I was, I was kind of doing him a bit of a favor because those DMs yes. were much cooler and much more flattering than what he actually posted. I, right. I thought they're real too, but for different reasons, but sort of along the same lines. But I actually thought saw it and I was like, oh, damn, like Drake, his album really must not be doing well. Because like I thought it was sort of a ploy to like get you on his good side i'm like man he's like really he's trying he's trying to befriend me to get more positive or just like or to do it recipe well no because not only are you like like a you know the reviews have an effect but also you make a lot of like content i'm like oh he's like trying to get attention because like he's good at that you know like he knows he has calculated in that sense where like you know he'll he'll like start talking to somebody that will get, you know, knowingly get him attention, like tabloid stuff. He knows how to manipulate that. So I thought he was like being funny, sending you this thing to make you laugh and like repost it. I'm like, oh, I think Drake's hungry for attention. That's what I was thinking. Mm. Okay. And for but cookies. But he already has all the attention in the world. I know. But like, you know, people get insecure, dude. Like, like if his album didn't do what he wanted it to do. Which, what, what is, what do you mean? Like wh- critically? Critically or just not getting like too much. It's not as big as the other ones. You know, people, I wouldn't call it. You it's don't a, think so? it's a hit. It's, a, it's pretty like it's doing. Okay. He's a juggernaut commercially. He's doing, like, it's that's, doing. Okay. That's something that is objective. You think this album, Brandon is doing Jimmy as good Cooks as his other has albums. 219 million streams. It's like, that's not the argument to, to make. I think with, you know, like, say Fantano, you know as it, a like as a music expert, critically, do you think Drake is sitting there right now thinking this album has lived up to his expectations? I I, I can't say honestly. Interesting. I can't say because, like, you know, there's there's. I mean, um, I don't think so. If, I don't think he'd be messaging you if it was. No, I mean, uh, Drake. Dr- I don't think so. Drake. Drake has historically been pretty in his feels, regardless of how well he's doing commercially. 
Interesting. Right. But either either way, you th- I don't think this this album is not one of his I don't think people have received it the way they've received his other albums. I think it's had mi- like kind of mixed reviews. Right? I mean some people hate it, yes, some people yes and, yes and like no. it a lot. I mean it, I mean, you know, is it kind of like are the songs on the record making the rounds in the way that certain tracks uh, did during the nothing was the same era or like zero to a hundred and so on and so forth? No, but um, it still became a huge point of focus. It still became a huge, uh, you know, moment musically. Uh, The only other releases in the hip hop world that like, you know, uh, commercially or discussion-wise that have rivaled it are like the freaking Kendrick Lamar record and nobody's fucking playing that in the club. I know. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know I, I mean, mean? He, didn't do, he didn't make it easy for them, to, right. to be fair. So, you know, I mean, even if like I'm, this record... I want to hear numbers, Auntie Diaries in the club. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Even if the record is not Drake's most like commercially successful that he's had in his catalog, there, there's still nobody out competing him. You That's know what true. I mean? Kanye's not making a more popular record right now. Kanye doesn't even know what the fuck to do with Donda 2. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and it's not like uh, Jay-Z has uh, some, you know, uh, uh, more, you know, accessible record uh, and more popular record that's going to beat, you know, Drake out coming down the pipe. Um, you know, so again, even if Drake um, uh, hasn't had the most, you know, uh, immaculate year uh, commercially, uh, there, there's nobody out maneuvering him. There's nobody sort of like, you know, passing him out. See, he's in his own lane and he's at the front of it. So, you know, he still uh, uh, gets to win at the end of the day, even if he's not coming out with his best work. That is very true. Um, but in, in spite of that, he is still he's still in the weeds. <laughs> and he's, you know, uh, so he he puts out he puts out the actual DMs. Which uh, made him look like, uh, you know, it, it made him look very insecure. It was a, it was a bad look, and it seems like people outside of your sphere have, uh, uh, ag- you know, agree. Uh, it, it seems like there's, there's people that are not Anthony Fantano fans that don't even like really pay attention to that on, you know, all of the, the hip hop blogs are like yeah this you know this is a a uh, drake l yeah no uh, yeah for sure i mean you know the the consensus which i'm pretty surprised about um right to be that it just wasn't a very good move and you know i'm surprised to have seen that consensus on so many articles because historically a lot of people who write for music sites do not like me and fucking hate me and wish I was dead and don't like, you know, the, the kind of, you know, shift uh, content wise that has kind of happened in the music writing and music commentary world over the past 10 years that I've kind of been a pivotal part of. But uh, still, with that being said, a majority of the coverage uh, around this whole situation does fall a little more in my favor in terms of like, you know, Drake's behavior here just being kind of silly and the fact that he got, you know, in his feelings so much that he needed to release these DMs because I had said instead he sent me a cookie recipe. <laughs> so, you know, the the story itself is so fucking absurd. Um and and yeah, I mean there there is a range. Obviously my fans are in my corner. Drake's fans uh hate me and wish I was dead and say Drake owns me and 
Uh, him saying your, your existence is a light one is the funniest thing in the world. Oh my God, it's so funny. Um, but then as you say, sort of like the further you get from all of this uh-huh. and the less people care about Drake or the less people know who I am, because obviously there's also a lot of people who um, just hate me over past opinions and reviews that I've given and are like, right. I'm just going to give it to Drake just because I hate that fucker no matter what. Um, but the further you get from that drama, the more to most people objectively, this whole thing just seems a little silly, like uh, an artist as big as Drake beefing with a music critic. It just kind of seems like, you know, it should be beyond him. Well, I think seems um, like, oh, God, <clears throat> well, I just think it's interesting. And I, I honestly wish there were more Anthony Fantano's in the world. Like, I wish there was more music critics and like people making YouTube channels about it. But it's funny because that there hasn't been like a big you know public facing critic in a while that i think a lot of these pop stars are confused when there's somebody that's like very popular criticizing their music and like they are forced to kind of see it at a certain point you know i think a lot of people are normally like sheltered from that in a way that your videos like it's going to come across their feed you know like they can ignore they could not read like billboard articles they can let a publicist handle all that but like at a certain point like your video might pop up in their feed and they might be forced to hear some person some guy to them like heavily criticize their music and i think that like confuses and frustrates somebody especially big people you know yeah big people who aren't sort of used to that being um the way things are done i mean you know recently i will say in my experience behind the scenes um things are or have been shifting a little bit because a lot of the younger artists who I talk about or I cover these days, uh, a a lot of them have grown up watching me. So even if I do come through with like not the most positive or glowing review, in at least a way, they still do appreciate the fact that I paid attention and that I cared enough to talk about it. Um, You know, even, even if they end up being an artist who like, you know, goes fucking platinum or has one of the biggest songs ever, you know, it's uh, uh, for them, at least from what I've been told, um, you know, me reviewing their stuff becomes almost like a surreal moment because like, you know, for longer than they've been thinking that having a plaque was even possible, they've been like watching my videos and uh, valuing right. their crit- critiques or seeing things, you know, through that lens. Um, so, you know, uh, I, I think, you know, obviously Drake can't relate or think of things in that way because, you know, him and I are more around the same age and he didn't grow up watching Fantano videos. Uh, <laughs> but underneath him, there's going to be a whole, you know, generation of musicians that will one day phase him out, you know, because nothing stays popular or, you know, lasts forever. And there'll be a new Drake and, you know, who's kind of at the head of whatever lane is the most prominent in pop or hip hop music or whatever it is. And um, I don't know, maybe uh, they'll hate me too. Maybe they will have watched my videos. Maybe they won't have who the hell knows. I I guess we'll see. I mean, I hope, like I said this before, but I hope like this generation starts their own Fantano style channels too, because I think it's so dude. I mean, music's in a rough place now. I think everything has gotten taken over and even I don't know like a good spot way to discover music anymore, like new music, you know, where do you look? Like, I mean, I imagine it all just gets sent to you at this point, but like, I know this is like a real sincere question, but like, like I, I want to know, like it's hard. I, I find it hard to discover good new music these days, especially independent stuff. I mean, I just reviewed that new Sudan Archives record, and I think that thing is fire. You know, there's like a lot of cool 
art pop and baroque pop and um you know hip-hop and r&b and sort of like folky fusions on there that are really creative and unique and i think yep. uh, deserve a lot more attention um and you know that uh that's an album that i have caught wind of because i mean not only did i hear like some of her earlier stuff back in 2019 and i think maybe a little bit before but um uh you know that album's out on stone's throw which is like a pretty re- legendary fucking record label you know if, if you know about mf doom yeah. mad villainy and so on and so forth and um it's it's really like a mix of things i pay attention to record labels that have put out some of my favorite records over the years i pay attention to you know things that are popping off on platforms like Bandcamp or rate your music i pay attention to the things that my fans are reaching out to me and emailing me about every day i'm more likely to take a recommendation from a group of fans in my comments or in my email more seriously than I would like an email from a PR person. Because if like 20 people, you know, are organically all telling me that this thing that we're all hearing is like amazing and stellar and you need to check it out. Like to me, that says that organically something interesting is going on there. Something's kind of like, you know, drawing these people to this thing and wanting them to kind of, you know, ask me to get my perspective on it as opposed to somebody who's just like being paid to tell me that this is good. Listen to it. Um, you know, so I, I just try to keep my finger on the pulse, essentially, you know, and the pulse is really everywhere right now to the point where it's kind of difficult to know where to pay attention at any given time. Um, you know, and and also, you know, certain things and certain lanes and styles uh, do well on certain platforms and apps. Obviously, there's a lot of cool sounds and uh, musicians and new songs and artists popping off on TikTok all the time. Uh, but also there's this really healthy, amazing DIY scene going on on Bandcamp. Uh, then there's all sorts of like weird, obscure metal records or electronic records or other various things that will kind of uh, randomly climb up uh, the charts of various sites. Like, as I said earlier, uh, Rate Your Music or Album of the Year, um, where, you know, kind of all these music nerds online are collectively, um, you know, deciding, oh, this is like really good. We're all going to like get on top of this and like, you know, favor this. Uh, or it might come way of like a recommendation from a review from a music site you know uh, every once in a while i'll go on like a uh, stereo gum or under the radar or some shit like that and if they're like recommending some song from some new artist that uh, they think is really interesting and it's worth kind of checking out i'll try it out you know but uh, it's, it's always just about kind of paying attention to as many avenues and outlets as i can just to kind of increase the amount of probability that i will stumble across something that's interesting what what were you listening to in high school um uh mostly just like hip-hop and metal okay all right yeah something i I thought there might be some ska in the mix do you ever go through a ska phase ska ska was more more of like a a a, a like later years of high school college thing got it okay you dabbled in yeah college that's where i went to school ska university and and i actually didn't go to college i went to a university just because like it was just a part of the local music scene at that time. Like there was a lot of ska going on in Connecticut. There was a lot of metalcore going on in Connecticut in the two thousands. Um, some indie stuff here and there, but you know, just like a lot of metalcore and new metal and ska and um, occasionally some punk stuff as well. So you only, you listen to stuff that you're still proud of. There wasn't like a bands that you wanted to leave in your past. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the terrible new metal bands that I used to listen to in high school that like aren't even like weren't weren't even good, 
you oh, know, yeah. just like all like, all pretty fucking bad. I mean, there's some stuff from that era that I think has aged pretty well. Be it what like, era? Like the 2000s. Like, yeah, I'm t- I'm talking about like there there are some bands and artists that I could look back on those records and be like, okay, that was good. You know, like when I was in high school. Uh, I can fondly look back upon the fact that I was listening to Rage Against the Machine, sure, System of a Down, and Slipknot. Oh, okay, and... so that type of metal metalcore, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, no, I mean w- when we're talking metalcore, like in Connecticut, we're talking like bands like Hatebreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's yeah, I was I'm, I'm talking about. about like, when, as when I talk I lay about dying. those bands, I talk about like just mainstream new metal bands, yeah, you know, and shit like that. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, you know, in high school, like that was the kind of uh, shit that I was, uh, you know, as far as like the metal bands, the new metal bands that I was listening to, that that's the kind of shit that I was listening to. But by the same token, like, yeah, I was also listening to fucking Limp Biscuit and fucking Godsmack and da 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 da, and loads of other bands that, frankly, at this point, I find to be kind of embarrassing, disturbed. Um, you know, who uh, whose discography is a uh, pretty goddamn awful. Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, but but that's just like you know, kind of the. That, that's that's just the way things are when you're a teenager and you don't necessarily have super discerning taste yet because you haven't listened to that many things. So you just kind of listen to whatever you enjoy, whatever kind of fits within a certain kind of energy or vibe that your other favorite bands or artists fit into. What what score did you give Jane Doe? I was just Googling this. I, I've not scored formally. I've not formally you scored You reviewed Jane it though. Doe. I gave it a classic review. Okay, you gave it a classic I, I didn't review. score it. I didn't score it. Interesting. Yeah. What would what would you give it? I don't know, probably like a, a around a nine or something like that or higher. Sorry, Brandon, we're going kind of like no, yeah. This is this is we're not, talking this converge. Is outside of this is outside of my purview. No, it's okay. I will say in high school I was I I did uh I feel like one of the first Fantano videos I saw was like a review of Das Racist. Oh, nice, nice. Is it you know that was that was my my high school my my high school music was like I was like yeah. I, I'm listening to Das Races and Odd Future. I'm I'm weird. I'm alt. I like how um, you know that like I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the Taco Bell. Shit has like had a has been given new life through through like a few TikTok yeah, audios. It has uh become a mimetic song again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it has had this like weird second life on uh on TikTok. But yeah, I mean, I was always I was a big you know Rainbow in the Dark guy. Yeah, yeah, that's big, a great. Track. You know power uh you know the last huzzah remix yeah yeah mr motherfucking squire with lp that was yeah yeah worst rapper on the track third coolest um you always you your interest tracks pretty well with like accepted i'm trying to this is meant to be in a nice a, a nice thing but your taste brandon has always followed like sort of like an accepted indie rock adjacent uh popularity i guess like i feel like yeah musically less less risky for things that don't hold up as well although there's I, i'm not gonna name any names but there's definitely some shit you listen to that probably didn't age as well but yeah um, i mean i told you you know a lot people, of shit i was listening to did not age well the potheads know that i went to a uh she and him concert by myself in 2010 <laughs> and I'm, not, I'm not proud of this but it it did happen and i i do own up to it yeah that's true. You not. <laughs> I don't know if she and him age. I mean, it probably aged exactly how it was at the time. You know. Yeah. Right. Not, yeah. I mean, what was the Fantano take on she and him? 
Uh, mostly that it was uh like NPR tote bag core. Like yeah, yeah. that's fair. Like obviously, obviously it was like very cute twee indie, but it was like the super commercial side of it to where you know you could catch dudes in uh blazers with elbow pads at the show yeah. maybe you know i hadn't had sex yet so i was <laughs> i you know i was in a different so, so zoe deschanel was the apple of your eye oh absolutely yeah. absolutely i was in there at the 9 30 club watching watching her and you know that's I, a she's a virgin crush for sure that's what i oh i've said that's a virgin we've, crush we've, we've 100%, this. yeah we've, i i think i posited uh, that that exact point on this very podcast. This is ancient lore. Yeah, and you do a pretty uh, good impression of her. Hey, hey, it's me, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I yeah. I'm gonna close my. It's like I was. Hey, like I was. Hey, wow, hey, wow. It's me, hey, it's me, Zoe. Hey, wow. now, now Anthony's now licking I'm, his lips. Now I'm now I'm wow. the frog. It's like she's <laughs> really it's like she's really here. And now I'm now I'm Jordan oh, Peterson. Now now I know it's you. Uh, <laughs> fantasy fantasy broken. Yeah, this is the the Zoe the Zoe Kermit Jordan Peterson is it's the same it's the same voice. Mm-hmm. Have you ever once, um, you, once you crack that code, you know, it, then then the the, yeah, the third the eye world is open. Of your oyster. Yeah, truly. What do you what do you think is uh? What's the worst album you've had to review? The worst album I've had. Is there Whoa, one? That's a, is there, that's what do you a think lofty it, question, Jack. Well, do you think like which the if it's so bad, do you just not review it? You're just like, or is there one where you're just like, I can't even. No, like, there, there, there's I'm definitely just, like you know really bad underground or sort of like independently yeah. produced records that are just like so awful and they're so trash. But there's there's like there's really no utility in sort of like pulling them out of the ether to shit on them because nobody knows who the hell this artist. No, is. yeah, I feel like I yeah I guess sincerely was a question where i'm like i was yeah, curious I mean, like if, if it's if, so if bad it's it's just like, like i'm not reviewing it at all like this is not some, if it's something that actually seems to be making a splash and i have to kind of review you have it to go and, and like pick up the awful. sword and like fight the good fight you know yeah yeah and and i mean when i think about records like that i think about like uh the nostalgia critics the wall record where he made like a parody album attacking pink floyd's the wall it was like a song for song parody album Who where did he's that? just sort of trying to critique the wall very badly. It, it's an awful record. It, like you're, I, I love that. Please, this look of confusion on your face, whenever you hear about this album, maintain yeah. it. don't ever Google it. Don't ever look it up. Don't ever spend any time looking it up. You, you're referring, but I'm a little confused because I'm, I'm, you're referring to somebody making a spoof of the wall. Yes. Yes. Not, you're not saying yes. don't look up the wall. No, I'm not saying don't look up the wall. I'm saying don't look up <laughs> nostalgia critics, the wall. Don't look that up. Okay. Um, also, uh, Tones and Eyes, Welcome to the Madhouse. That album was pure torture. Um, also, uh, Corey Feldman's Angelic to the Core. But that album is so bad, it's actually good. That, yeah. That album is so say. bad, it's actually a, a masterpiece. 100%. Nothing yeah. but res- respect and confusion to the man Corey Feldman, a yeah. man who I have met at least once. I've been I'm in the jealous. presence of, yeah. I'm jealous. And the angels. And the angels. Well, I was yeah, at a I mean, party one time. The they angels. all walked past me, like yeah. came in through the back in Whoa. some kind of limo. Mm-hmm. And Corey brushed past me. And of course, I went and tried to introduce myself to him later. Mm-hmm. He seemed nice, very shy. That would be a good podcast guest. All, gen- all geniuses are. That's <laughs> true. <A little laughs> we, got, we, we should get Feldman on before 
you know, be, be in the next in the next six months. A hundred percent. Yeah, let's get him in the mix. Um, and then ha- and then secretly have me pop in as a special guest. Oh, oh have you guys? Have get- you you never interacted. No, he doesn't like me. But did he? Did he? Has he reached out to you? No, he's blocked me. I'm blocked. He blocked you, but he never he never DM'd you. No, not like Drake. So he so Drake was Drake. I I guess was uh, more affected than Corey Feldman. I don't know. That's that's uh, we can argue that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, which is uh, I I just saw uh, that you 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 talked to your therapist about yeah. about, about the past the past week. Yeah. What was well? How was that? That was fine. <laughs> I, I I think I need to get a new therapist. I don't know. <laughs> Your therapist because is a Drake I, fan. I, I sort of explained everything that's been happening over the past few weeks. Your week. therapist was like, L, L, Drake holds you, L. <laughs> Your existence is a one up. Like, I know your existence, bro. You've been paying me to hear about it for the last two years. It's a one. Your existence is a one. That'll be $200. Yeah. <laughs> he just like was just flabbergasted by all of it. And I was like, I don't know. Do you have anything to say about any of this shit? Or like, you know, just like, uh, I, I don't know. It just seems like, uh, you know, it, there's a lot of craziness going on and you're in a holding <laughs> pattern and uh, you- all you can do is just wait it out. And you seem to be doing that. And I said, okay, yeah, I guess I am. All right. Are you, well, are you telling him who it was? Like, or yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I, I said, you need yeah, like, you, know. you need like a special Hollywood therapist or something. Yeah. It's maybe not I need like, to find a special You're probably thro- throwing them off with these name drops. Right. It's probably yeah, I mean, just like well, he, he knew who Drake was, you know. Yeah, you know, he's he's like he's. I said, yeah. I mean, you know, I I told him, you know, that I am reviewing music and so on and so forth, and um, I said this artist was uh, uh, DMing me because they weren't happy with a review, and he's like, who who's this person? Are they famous? I said, I said they're the most famous rapper on the planet. Yeah, and he's like, well, who? What are you talking about? I said, Drake. Do you know who that is? He says, Yeah, I know who that is. And Bro, I, can you get me tickets? Ask him for tickets. Will he make a video for my wife? I mean, he can't. I, I, I do have access to Drake's DMs now. I just sort of wonder when when I'll, you know, when, when was, the time will be right to take advantage of that. That was another question I was going to ask is like, I, I had wondered if, I mean, everybody's seen that screenshot, but like, had you communicated any Left more on since scene. then? And it sounds like no. I messaged him back one time and I said, when are we going to do an interview? And he just sort of saw that and he didn't say anything. Damn. He doesn't want to do an interview. Uh, damn that would have that honestly would have been the that's that's the move i think i think, I think a year from now maybe i'll message him and I'll yeah like, he's hey, gonna redeem himself uh maybe a year from now i'll message him and i'll say hey it's our anniversary just want to tell <laughs> you no hard feelings you're the best i believe in you you're cool and yeah let me know if you want to hang out and uh you know and and please uh, don't don't take this as an opportunity to kill me I mean, you you settle this over a uh, uh, you know a couple of white wine spritzers. We could settle it over some vegan cookies. Ooh, yeah. Maybe I'll, that's I'll the move. I'll them up. Oh my God! Imagine, bring, imagine hand 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 baked cookies sent yeah. to Drake. He'd be terrified. Yeah. I I'll, I could I could that bake would the be that would be, be like, the funniest way to fuck with him. Like, homie, tell me a PO box. I'll send it to you. Yeah, to send him handmade cookies with a picture of you smiling on it. He would be so scared. <laughs> He would wonder, you know. 
but it, would he be a coward if he doesn't take a bite? You know. But there's uh, okay. So have people, uh, in terms of uh, how it's affected the the comments, like people have uh, did people like I feel like it died down pretty fast, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe because the, most most things in the news cycle do. I I didn't think it was right. like gonna extend that far out, you know. So there was like one day where it was teens being like ll it was just basically like the weekend and now that the weekend's over yeah. and it's a new week it's just whatever you know it's just back yeah it's just it's, it's back, just the back heads. to regularly scheduled programming right. it must be you know it must be a funny uh because you kind of live in like you know you have a you have I, I saw your lawnmower so i could tell what type of area you're living in you have a yard you have a you have a big yard to mow yeah respect to that mower by the way like you probably got half acre, acre. Am I thinking something like that? I, I got a lawn to mow. What's your point? Okay, I mean, but you're you're mowing your, your address. Own lawn. No, I'm just saying, like it's it's Anthony, funny. What's your address? I'm sure it's funny, like beefing with Drake while also like having like mow the lawn on your to do list, and like mm-hmm. kind of going back and forth between this like rural home life and your extreme life on the internet must be really funny. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I live where I do because um, I, I value my time to be able to unplug from it. Does your does your clout get you anything in your local community? Do people know who you are? <laughs> no, that's probably wonderful. Yeah, it is. That's amazing. Oh, I saw this. I saw this man at the, at the space ballroom, twenty eighteen. People, you know, young, oh, of young course. Poppy, young, I'm, I'm young talking be champagne. They know the face. They know. No, the I'm name. talking about. Yeah, I mean, but that's at the ballroom, you know. I'm talking like right. at the gas station by your house. Oh, your bar yeah, but nobody bugs me at the gas station. <laughs> no, yeah, th- there have been a couple kids at the grocery store who have like recognized me. Okay, and that's okay. cool. You know, yeah. I thank I, I thank them for watching and all that. That's sick. Yeah, you know, um, love the mower. Seriously, I'm a little hung up on that mower. <laughs> Can we get? Have you seen it, Brandon? Uh, no, but I, I mean, I he was, has like I, a pro, like a. Imagine like a you're riding at a, lawn, lawnmower more than riding. I'm, zero I'm sure, turn, zero turn. Oh, like, ooh. like this is like city park football field, like professional groundskeeper level mower. Damn, it's intense. It's very if respectable. Ever, if you're ever That's, in Connecticut, you can come over. You could ride it, dude. Okay, would, I'm gonna take you up on it. Okay, I miss mowing my lawn. I mean, I technically do mow my. I have a small little California lawn now. Mm-hmm. It's not. You could it would do two two passes with your with your mower. Yeah. It's a pathetic lawn. You know, yeah. I'm sure you have rich, rich grass. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, now, now that the uh, now that the heat is dying down from the summer, yeah. Ooh. Wonderful. Um well Brandon, do you have any final questions before we wrap wrap this bad boy up and let Anthony mow his lawn? Oh, I mean, uh, no, I mean, I, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd lo- love to talk about lawn mowing for another, <laughs> another hour. I did. I, I do have a lot of lawn mowing experience myself. I, I, that I was doing that were for you money. Mo- you were mowing the lawns? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I was, I was, I was mowing lawns. Uh, I was mowing lawns, uh, for, I would say like, oh, nine to, uh, 2013. I was mowing lawns. Nice. That's respectable. Yeah. It's good lore. Yeah. It's good never, lore. Yeah. You know, they they don't they don't know. They don't know I was mowing lawns. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you talking? Gas? Push mower? Push mower. Push yep. mower. One of one of these I'm 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 pulling the thing. 
Okay. I'm holding it down. I'm pulling the thing. I'm filling up the gas. You're priming <laughs> the pump. I'm priming the pump. Yep. I was I was really I was I was in the I was in the lawn mowing trenches. People don't know that. People think people I, think I, it was honestly, think that's it was real easy. That's a surprising fact to me even. No, I was fucking we're pretty mowing, deep in this. I was mowing lawns, bro. I mean, he could be making it up. I've never seen a pick. No, no, no. I I'll you want me to Okay, fine. I'll fucking send you a picture next time I'm I'll go back home and Yo, bro, name three yeah. lawnmowers. Yeah, I don't know the. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know the. I don't know the the name of the, the brand of lawnmower. But I was, I was in there. All right, Fantano. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh um, uh, yeah, thanks. Pleasure for coming as on. always. Anything Any you want to plug? Any music? YouTube.com/slash/TheNeedleDrop. YouTube.com/slash/Fantano. Uh, check out our TikTok, The Needle Talk, and okay. um, our Twitch page, YouTube.com/slash or sorry, Twitch.tv/slash/TheNeedleDrop. I guess I may as well plug my new show. I have a new show coming out that I'll announce soon called other world. Um, it's probably, the, I guess I've never mentioned this on the podcast, but, um, be on the lookout for that. Anybody that's a fan of the Halloween episodes will be stoked to hear that there's a, a seasonal podcast coming out called other world about the paranormal and unexplained. So be on the lookout. It's coming out in October Thursday. Well, November 10th, uh, there's going to be a New York comedy festival show. Uh, hopefully we'll have the link by the time this episode comes out. And then also, Pittsburgh on eleven uh, eleven. Make it make a wish. Eleven eleven. Make a wish. Bottle bottle rocket social hall in uh, Pittsburgh. So come to that. Um, Anthony Fantano, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you.